on FM, on DAB, and up to date on social media. We are Radio Newark. You know, I always like to tell you about people I've seen back in the 80s. I saw Bruce Springsteen in about 1981 in a basement club in Brighton. There were years when he was a bit in between his success and slightly on his uppers. And my then boyfriend said, there's this American bloke playing in Brighton in a basement. I was like, oh, okay. (laughs) It's like so cool now because I can say that's when I saw Bruce Springsteen. And I believe there's a new movie out with a Bruce Springsteen soundtrack. So I'm sure I'll be waxing lyrical about that very soon, being such a big (laughs) movie guy. Welcome back. Sunday morning on an amazing Sunday. I'm Roslyn Palmer. I'm joined with June Rowlands in the studio here for Girls Around Town Radio Newark. And later, three o'clock onwards, I will be at the Brass Explosion in the grounds of the castle. I'm introducing the first three bands, so please come on down. Uh, I think there's going to be an amazing turnout. It was cancelled last year because of the rain. And wow, the universe has been very kind to us this year. And it's more than made up for it. So I think get your suntan factor on and your glasses and maybe even your umbrellas as long as you don't block somebody's view come on down it's a lovely lovely afternoon and come and say hi to me and then maybe you can get a shout out next time so welcome back we are talking spiritual healing soul medicine energy we all have energy we know that and i'm joined in the studio with danusha kachmarik And she's going to tell us more about her story and how she now helps people either face-to-face or even remotely. And, of course, something very uh, understandable to me because I'm a hypnotherapist and I do a lot of my work on Zoom. So you can heal people remotely, which is brilliant. So you can help heal the world. Danusha, we were talking about that you had ME. And it really stopped you in your tracks from your former career. And you were then healed through energy healing. And I asked off air, who who did that for you? And you went, I did. How did you do that? It was me trusting myself. And all the years where I was running away from those gifts that I had, that I brought them in and I used them knowing that I can heal myself. Um, and we all heal ourselves, even if we see a hypnotherapist, a healer, we all ultimately heal ourselves because we want it. We choose it and we open our hearts, we invite it in. It's a simplicity. It's like reading a book. You might see a phenomenal book or somebody mention a book and that has a healing because it might have a resonance to you. It might make you want to change a pattern in your life watching a film even hearing a song these are things they're all in it everything's an energy because it makes you think and feel something and then you usually go with that feeling people say intuition some people say gut instinct Mm. some people call it a inner sat nav you know guidance (laughs) yeah and we all have it we know when we don't feel comfortable around somebody or we shouldn't be doing something and it's a strong urge where we will literally just go no and inside you it's like no i'm not doing it and you won't budge on it because something is bigger than you and stronger than you. So something synchronistic happened with you then, that you learned to trust yourself again and heal yourself. Is that correct? Absolutely. And it was just a continuation of trust and trust. And I'm not saying there weren't moments I weren't feeling angry or feeling, is what is this all about, you know? 
and I'm just human like anybody else and it was just going through my own personal evolvement and trusting it and it did work and it still works it continues to work I, I feel so passionate about it how do you know you're doing the right thing Again, I'm just listening to my inner guidance, so I will look at somebody and whatever they've come to me for, I can immediately... It's almost like seeing, like I can see you like an x-ray, so I can see through you or pointers, and I'm being guided with words, visions, even sight, sound, smell. Uh, and like I said, I usually give examples. So a recent lady, she came to me, uh, well, uh, last year she just had a general card reading, but then this time she came back to me and she had a blood clot in her pituitary pineal gland she's had the scans uh everybody you know they're saying to her this is not good news this is really not good news she's gone into panic she's gone into fear it's affecting her life a job where you know you can imagine the awful feelings that you can have and think your life's ended and what you know what have i done wrong and then she came to see me and it was a beautiful session and we had two sessions together and then she sent me uh well i haven't got the testimony in front of me i'll have to look at my website and it was again she feels like a walking miracle they don't it's like a magic thing you know the um scans show it's all clear the doctors are looking at her like wow what happened there mm. so it's the beauty of how things my trust in healing and for anybody listening who's skeptical and that's absolutely fine because we, we live in those times and we've been used to many generations to trusting in science and western medicine if you like allopathic medicine although i would mention that allopathic medicine is based on looking at dead people so i think it's probably better to look at live fit and healthy people and work out what they do and that's what we're aiming to convey today so uh, constantly we, we're, we're bigging that up but for anybody skeptical i know on the internet i saw something amazing where they grew two lots of cress you remember good old cress where you get some blotting paper and you put oh, cress yes. seeds and then you water it mm. and it grows. We all did it at junior school, I'm sure, or mustard. And they put two speakers on either side of the cress and they played really horrible music or nasty sounding things to one lot and really lovely stuff to the other. And the cress that has the lovely, positive, lovely vibes, nice music, nice words being spoken to it, grows a lot quicker than the other one which actually wilts so prince charles was onto something <laughs> it's well, true it is true and i, I can't remember is it Hashi? I, I can't remember the name there is an actual scientific and the thing is if you want something you can find it so if you wanted to find the proof of anything even auras mm. as you can get the uh, photographic imagery now so mm. if you want to find it you can find it and if you don't want to that's absolutely fine it's not your way it's not for you and no but if you got kind of feel i'm interested but absolutely. i just need that little proof point yeah there's so much there's a lot there. out there isn't there, there is and presumably you you mentioned you have a youtube channel yeah, and you're, I do, you're yes. addressing things like so that all much the time absolutely yeah. just on general just even three ways to make a decision or you know it's people think spiritual but it's not it's just being human living a life the way your mind functions the way you function physically and how you connect with it all what i do it doesn't matter it's just how you function and how you feel you can function like you said it, earlier it's just like the dead sometimes we're like the walking dead because we feel so numb we feel so disconnected to people family work colleagues at school anything there is so much disconnection and that's why there is i suppose you want to see it, that is another epidemic of which is a beautiful thing of this mental health it's been talked about it's phenomenal 
I actually did an article on that in the New Advertiser not long ago on the disease of disconnect. It was actually one of the topics because I have mm. a monthly wellbeing column oh, okay. in the New Advertiser, and it was actually one of the topics I did, and I did get a lot of feedback from that because I think we haven't realised how disconnected from our real selves, from our authentic selves, from our best selves we've become. So perfect. Uh, record next which is feel by robbie williams oh how about that for synchronicity the machine lined it up for (laughs) us it was meant to be well i'm not sure we all understand and that's why we're here on girls around town learning how to understand more about energy healing and energy that some of us have forgotten we have we're all energetic beings there's energy connection with everything and joined in the studio i'm Rosalind palmer with my co-presenter june rollins and anusha Kaczmarek, who has been telling us about how she healed herself from chronic fatigue syndrome, or ME as it's often known, and that she now heals other people. Um, we have some funny conversations off air, I must say. What I love about you, uh, Danusha, is you refer to yourself as a Lancashire lass with a luxury name. <laughs> <laughs> it is. I've been doing a posh accent because I'm on radio, but yeah. <laughs> It's a I mean, northern accent. We can hear that twang, but we love you for it. <laughs> <laughs> but you're now one of us, really, because you live very near to Newark. So um, so we were talking some examples, because I think a good way for people to understand what you do more is to hear an example. And you said there was a wasp story. What's the wasp story? Uh, well, this is the great thing about energy. Um I was out with some friends, we were walking, they had children and it was like a dusk evening. This was a couple of years ago now and next minute we're chatting away as adults, next minute hearing screaming, 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 manic screaming and one of the children had run into a wasp's nest and obviously wasps were still all around him, attacking, 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 you know, the father's picking up, wafting everything off, was being bitten as well Um, and then obviously instinct was to we need to get this to a medical situation because the the amount of stings that was going on um but the mother's instinct was like for me to do my work and it it was a a little bit not fully against the will of the partner but it was like this I, i need to trust my instinct can we do this so beautifully she came back to my house within two and a half hours i did all the things that i was meant to do instinctively uh he left so much calm, so much peace. Yes, obviously, sore, bruised, but you've got to think, aphylactic shock, up to 40 stings that he had on his body. And within three days, those stings started to just disappear off his body. And two weeks later, which I didn't do any healing on the father, he still had angry red sores around his legs. So it's just to see the beauty about healing and now that child can go back to the same area and doesn't have that post-traumatic shot like oh i don't want to go there again yeah the fear. he's he's almost he laughs at it going oh i remember there i got stung there and Danusha helped me so mm. really beautiful lovely and well my my brother-in-law i hope he's not listening <laughs> He lives in Hereford, so I think it'll be fine. He was a pharmacist all his life, and he used to have a saying, which is, we prescribe medicine while the body heals itself. (laughs) That's what he used to say to me. And I'm not saying, you know, I've come through critical illness. I've come through dying when I was a baby. I've come through cancer. I've come through some very critical illnesses. So nobody is saying you do not turn to the the best that we no. have of medical you must science. Put, again, today it's that intuition. If your intuition is a doctor, at then those you're going, times. Yes. 
but yeah. so many other things the body can heal itself yes. can't it and you're helping that aren't you you're prompting that yes because it's again it's a belief you have to believe that you can do this uh there's so many again well-known leaders teachers out there that you know again show the power when they've had a broken spine again on my youtube channel and i'm pushing it out there because it's mainly so it's free it's tons of free information and i interview people around the world that again they've if you want to call it, I call it 3d land where you've been in 3d like i was you know you go to work you get a job you get married you get the animals and you know you you mortar along like a robot really and then crisis occurs, whether it's financial, um, like you're saying, cancer, heart attacks, anything. You know, breakup of marriages, somebody you adore dies, you know, all these crises mm. and chaos that we can go through. And then these people have come out the other side, holistically, energetically. And again, one of my interviews is with a beautiful gentleman who broke his back. And again, the belief in the power of he, obviously with the doctors, but him having the power to... In the time that he's got to lie there, that he can imagine every cell becoming new again. And of course, your cells do become new again. They we do. change them all the time. Absolutely. So a lot of the things that are passed on are a cellular memory. Absolutely. Rather than the cell itself. As a hypnotherapist, yeah. I know that. Mm. And again, perhaps not everybody knows that. So perfect song. We've got some of our thinking upside down and then we're going to be back because you mentioned animals and I'm really fascinated to know if this works with animals because um, there's actually an ill dog in my family and it would be really lovely to know about that. So back soon, Girls Around Town Radio Newark, I'm Rosalind Palmer. We're joined with Danusha Kachmarik. Jean Rollins is here in the studio. Back soon. Upside down you turn me. That's me singing. Maybe I shouldn't do that on a Sunday morning because it's such a sunny day. Back with Girls Around Town, I'm Rosalind Palmer in the studio, joined with Danusha Kachmarik, who's been telling us all about her journey through ME to effectively healing herself by tapping into what she knows and understands about energy, energy medicine. And we mentioned pets very briefly before that wonderful song, because, well, I was actually saying this to you, that... I'm a hypnotherapist, so a lot of healing can go on because of the power of the mind. You know, we all understand the placebo effect, the power of suggestion. But with an animal, you can't really make that suggestion to them, can you? So clearly, when you're healing an animal, something very special is going on. How does that work? It is. It's a very beautiful communication. Um, again, the if I do any healing, any work, that that whether it's an animal or uh, a building or a person they have to want it so i usually get a sign straight away if the owner said please can you you know look at my animal uh help me with the issues and then i connect with the animal and yeah i suppose that they, they, they're not using the mind it's interesting like you're saying about the mind of suggestion and all this that's it sometimes there's too much suggestion too much there's too much data in the brain <laughs> tell me that we're, we're, we're not uh, being the intuitive self or trusting self because the brain's whirring around with so much conditioning since childhood uh, but connecting with animals are beautiful. Um, again, there's so many different stories. Uh, I'll just give you mine with my cat. She's now 17, 17 and a half. Let's do the child thing. <laughs> 17 and a half. Um, and <laughs> she's months. beautiful. Her energy is beautiful. Last year she was unwell and I was doing that thing where I want to fix it, want to heal it, want to mend it. And I wasn't able to. 
Uh, so I took her to the vet, which I haven't done for over 10 years. She's had no injections for all that time or vaccinations or anything. And they was amazed at her. They said it was like the best looking cat they've seen ever and her age and everything. They couldn't find anything wrong with her. And sometimes scientifically, you can't find things wrong with you. Again, like with the chronic fatigue, because it could be a virus, it could be a bacteria and it might not be in it be able to be proved because actually it could just be an emotional attachment mm. so there are many people that have that it's like even a placebo illness it's like but nobody can find the answer yes. and it usually is emotional so you work with all sorts of animals i do and you mentioned buildings and land and i, I you know i get land the terrible fires that are happening in the Amazon rainforest. Yes. It was um, described the other day that the Amazon rainforest is the Earth's lungs. I get that on a, again, scientific level because it's putting, um, you know, all the good stuff into the air because of the trees. <laughs> but I more interested in how you heal land or a building. How does that work? Um, well, what's just shooting into my head is, move the humans aside uh land has been here for how long mm, ever <laughs> forever the the they say millions and millions of years and the land just evolves on its own being because it has its own energy just because it's not got a voice of a mouth or eyeballs to see or as as they say in, um going back to uh the beautiful Indians uh, seeing the two-legged, we call them the two-legged, the four-legged, mm. about thousands of years. They loved the land, didn't they? Oh, absolutely. They? All the yeah. Aboriginals, Maoris, absolutely. all the, it's, it's all the those tribal of the land. people. Yes. Yeah. So land, yeah, sometimes land is being disused. So um, again, I have a lady who's a property developer and when she cannot sell properties to the speed that she requires, she comes in, asks me, and without fail, I can sell the property within two to three weeks. Because you heal the I've land. I've the land. We've acknowledged it. We're uh, going back to old times, uh, ancient China, thousands of years ago, they'd be called the Dowsers. And they'd walk to the land and they'd ask the land, can animals be here? Can we survive with the animals here? They need this uh, nurture. Can we build on here? It, it, are we, have we got water near us? And it's asking permission to the land. And now, obviously, with multi-million pound industries of just, right, we'll buy that land and we'll build like 50,000 houses on it or a flat. It's not asked permission. And then you're cutting through ley lines, energy streams, so many different other things as well. And what if the land's been damaged? What if something awful happened there? Can that be yes, it healed? Can. It can. Again, it can be healed over time, the amount of people that might be involved. Uh, and things are healing as far as I know, because uh, it's called uh, like a shamanic healing. So whether, again, that's a label that's been put to me, but I, I suppose I just don't like labels. It's just no. um, how you heal land like Stonehenge. Stonehenge has been through so much atrocity, atrocity of the word, however you pronounce it. And just to I see... Beautiful. <laughs> Bad uh, things. Um, just to see throughout the years, people are constantly healing it, whether it's through voice, sound, uh, language of light, people call it, uh, putting crystals in the ground, just giving it love. You know, it's just to see that everything, you know, heals. It can heal. And I do know a little bit about this again, and we'll talk about it, I think, after another song, because I know it's Sunday morning and people are listening. I know some of you at work, so shout out to all the workers today. The rest of you, I'm sure you're gearing up for a lovely day. And remember, the 
brass band explosions at the castle and I'm kicking it off at three o'clock. Um, because we're talking about times gone by, perfect again. We're having such synchronicity with our music. Um, 1973 is coming up from James Blunt and we'll be back talking more on Girls Around Town here in Radio Newark with Janusha Kaczmarek after that song. So stay tuned, more to talk about. 1973. Ooh, where was I? Was it Comprehensive School? <laughs> Living the dream. <laughs> Arnold Hill Comprehensive, that's where I was. So where were you, Danusha, in 1973? I was three uh, in Blackburn. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can still remember it. So we were talking about healing land, healing animals. For anybody who's just tuned in, we're talking about energy healing. You were saying about your cat that it's brilliant, but you were also saying there were some things that you can't always heal or won't heal themselves. Well, as a healer, it's like, I suppose it's like anything in your job. I, I, I that humanitarian inside me, I want to fix everybody and heal everybody. And there's times that you just cannot. Um, and I did surrender to it to take my cat to the vet that time. And now when she communicates with me, she doesn't want fixing and healing. She just wants comfort and love because she will be coming to the end of a time, whenever mm. that will be. Mm. And the same, me and my sister experienced with uh, our mother last year when she was uh, on the palliative care, end of line. Now she's come through it uh, amazingly. But again, I wanted to fix it, heal it, mend it, sorted. But I just knew in those two weeks that I was there caring for her and looking after her with my sister, that I had to let go. Mm. That she didn't want fixing, she didn't want healing. And there are times that that is, a part, I suppose, my most difficult thing is to let go of that and just accept that acceptance it's not for me to do anything just to be with have the compassion with and love just to be with interesting i was part of a conversation on one of the forums i belong to on facebook about the language associated with cancer (sighs) i came through cancer but a year later i had to watch my mother die from it that was tough (sighs) so my own journey was okay uh no sooner had i effectively come through then she got terminal cancer and uh, that was not a good outcome and what I don't like because I I launched the race for life in Nottingham and it's a brilliant thing I'm I'm, I'm really not saying it isn't but I was interviewed by uh, a paper in Nottingham that remained nameless (laughs) and I was really careful with my language and how I spoke and the words I used and the headline was plucky mum battles cancer to race for life and I don't like that battling analogy but then other people were saying that they did and so I suppose my take on it is everybody's cancer journey everybody's healing journey is their own if if having that language galvanizes you fine but for me I was more about let's be very not exactly surrendering but let's be very at one with this yes and learn from it that acceptance of Hmm. and again I did have a, a client come to me with cancer some years ago and it wasn't necessarily can you fix me heal mend it but it's like I've tried tested all this and I believe in you what can you do for me and in the time that we'd spent together there were so many layers and layers and it was not necessarily about healing the cancer Hmm. but there were emotions around there were emotions around forgiveness and bitterness that they had towards people people get very angry yes Mm. and all, all that was just layer by layer just just shedding off him shedding off him and obviously the time of passing was so sometimes it is about surrender isn't it it is and accepting things and not trying to fix them well because we can't fix everything because we are human beings and we will pass over at some point Mm. we do 
we do we, you know we're here for a time for a journey and experience and that's why they talk about living in the presence being in the present time how you be present with oneself because you don't know how long you have and we should respect the earth a bit more shouldn't we so we will talk a little bit more when we're back on girls around town about that and about the earth and particularly what's happening like in the amazon you know the amazon rainforest is the earth's lungs and it's not good at the moment it's not good some of the things we're doing so but on you know in a good way things that maybe we can all take away positively because we live in a beautiful place newark's brilliant i think it's got very good energy i was attracted to it so we're going to talk about it in an uplifting way because it is sunday morning and it's a sunny day on radio newark back soon girls around town wow that record takes me back so we're in the last section of Girls Around Town here on Radio Newark this Sunday morning. I'm Rosalind Palmer. June Rollins in this studio with me. She's going to be telling you what's coming up next week very shortly. But just one last comeback to our wonderful de- guest today, Danusha Kachmarik. And we were talking about healing the earth, but we were also talking about being positive and uplifting about your message about energy. How... What can we leave people with today on this lovely sunny Sunday? Well, it's like you're saying, you know, we can get the seriousness of life uh, because we we humans are serious <laughs> because we've got a we've got we've got a life to lead and we just get embroiled in the seriousness and the complexities and it can get really heavy. And I think the biggest thing is to find happiness and to find joy. And sometimes when you are physically not able to or the mind state is not there, even to find peaceful times if the you know the mind state doesn't want to be in the joy and happiness but at least to be comfortable and at ease with oneself and a smile so i suppose let's give some challenges out there today um if you want to do the water effect or the crest effect that we said earlier do so Um, get two glasses of water maybe and one of them really curse it say all the awful things and that you want to say to that and then say to the water how much you absolutely adore it and stroke the glass you know i love it give it all your love (laughs) and then just see after let's say five days what actually what does that water actually look like see if you can see the difference and also as well pete i know people know of louise hayes and a lot of people don't like um, maybe affirmations because they get annoyed with it because they're frustrated maybe at their own emotions. So let's say, for example, years ago, I'm going back many years ago, like 20 years ago, people used to say Louise Hay to me. And it's a famous thing is look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, I love you. You're beautiful. But when you don't feel that, it's almost like you're looking at yourself and you want to spit the words out. Yeah, it's it just like, feel it, it feels horrible. Mm. But what I'm going to say to you is if you look in the mirror... Find what you love about yourself, whether you love your ears, your eyebrows, you think you've got the most amazing hands, that they could be hand models. That is what you've got to focus on. Not, you know, knocking yourself down or anything like that. flexing her biceps. Did you see that? But it is to find the joy in you. So however you find the joy in you, and approve of yourself. Absolutely. Find five or seven things to approve of yourself to, because goodness knows we're good enough about beating ourselves up, aren't we? So thank you. That was a great positive note. So Danusha, how do people get hold of you? Well, you can find me, just chuck me in Google, put Danusha (laughs) in Google. You don't need my whole name, but if you wanted to, it's D-A-N-U-S-H-I-A. You'll find me on Google and it's uh, com, and all the information of my retreats, courses that I offer. Obviously, if you wanted to just simply email me with a query or a message, please do. 
Oh, yeah, sorry, we didn't talk about the retreat, so do go to the site. June, you'll do a link, won't you? Yes, I will do. In fact, there already is a link. If you go to the Girls Around Town website, girlsaroundtownonline.com, and you look at the first article at the moment, it will move down slightly um, when I put the next guest up anyway. But if you look at the first article on there at the moment, it's called um, Medicine for the Soul, I think, if I remember rightly. There is a link on there to Danusha's website anyway, so you'll get all the information. So we've just about got enough time for me to talk about next week. Two guests next week. Um, it will be Rachel and myself in the studio. I've got Hilary Wellington on the phone talking about the new Death Cafe. It's called the Departure Lounge, and it will be starting in Newark very shortly. And then in the second hour of the show, Michelle Baker is coming in to talk about all things crafty. Um... I that's what it is, isn't it? Yes. Bye from us. See you next week. Have a great fun. We-